0: Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's Monday morning and it's Morning Coffee with Larry, and I'm glad you're here today. It is Christmas Eve Eve. (laughs) It's Monday, the 23rd of December. We're quickly approaching Christmas and New Year's, the end of the year, the start of another And I hope that uh, if there was any additional Christmas shopping uh, that you needed to get done, you got it accomplished uh, over the weekend. Of course, uh, the official start of the Christmas shopping season for men starts tomorrow on Christmas Eve. So guys, get ready to... Uh, walk around the aisles of Walmart looking at picked-over displays to try to find just that perfect something for the people in your lives. (laughs) Yes, I speak from past experience. And uh, I may do a little bit more of that tomorrow as well. (laughs) I've got everything done. I just kind of like going for a few last things. But anyway, uh, glad you could join me today. I hope you did have a good weekend. I got to spend a fair amount of time uh, outside uh, doing some work. The uh, electrician that we have that we had hired he uh, he was able to finish up his electrical stuff and so once spring comes then we have to uh, do a lot of work with the dirt. Uh, which is now mud, which is going to stay mud. (laughs) But we have electricity. Um, uh, We have a new uh, panel in the machine shed, which is the master panel. And then we have another panel in another small shed (coughs) where it breaks off and it goes to two of the goat sheds and to our chicken house. And uh, another one... That's just out in the open where we have electricity. That'll be by some fence or where, you know, where we have fence. And uh, uh, we need to heat up, uh, keep water from freezing for livestock. So we've got, we now have a much better electrical setup. We have, as he was explaining, we have many, 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 many circuits with adequate amount of electricity because Everything that we were running before was off of one. It came down to one extension cord in one plug-in. And that is... That's not good. (coughs) So we now have a much better, much better electric setup. And uh, that makes me feel good. And I think it made our electrician feel good. (laughs) Oh, but anyway... This um, this weekend, I guess there was just a kind of a hodgepodge of things that I was thinking of, and as I was, you know, thinking about what I wanted to share with you all today, um, it all just kind of came clustering together, kind of like um, I guess you could almost say, kind of like your kitchen junk drawer you know, just a a smattering of different kinds of things, but they all seemed to be in the same drawer. And I guess part of it was, (coughs) Mm, excuse me, part of it kind of uh, centered along Star Wars to a certain degree, because Thursday night, you know, uh, as I had said, saw the new Star Wars movie. And on one of the stations on, on uh, Dish Network, they were basically running a Star Wars marathon. And so while I was in the house working on some things, I had it on in the background. And, you know, you watch, you watch a few kind of in sequence or not, and you, see, you see the same kind of themes in Star Wars. There is, you know, some certain strong elements that go through each and every movie. And then as I was, you know, just my regular flipping through Facebook and and seeing what's up, I, um, I saw some things that kind of fit in a little bit with some of those themes. And I know I've talked about this topic a lot in the past, um, but the issue of forgiveness or unforgiveness just kind of kept popping up as a theme that I was seeing, you know, Saw, the, saw that theme in Star Wars. Saw that theme in some just posts that people had and, uh, you know, just memes that they posted. And then also saw it in, a, I'm going to just simply term kind of an unfortunate um, argument that took place uh, on a person's Facebook page. It wasn't something I was, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to give really any information other than <clears throat> it was one where the issue of unforgiveness uh, being stuck in a past situation um, was impacting today. And I guess that's kind of a little bit of the the thought going through my head uh, as I as I kind of think about these different situations. Um, you know, in Star Wars, there is the 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 great battle is between light and dark, the Force, uh, the good side of the Force, the bad side of the Force, <clears throat> and. The way, it, the way it comes out, the way it is projected in the characters in the movies is while there is fighting, while there is battle taking place, those that are in the rebellion are being drawn towards really a, a, an expression of love. And the other side, the dark side, is drawn by the vehicle of anger towards hate. And, you know, while Star Wars is very much a fictitious movie and a lot of people have struggled with it from time to time saying, you know, you know, is it promoting this or is it promoting that? It's a fictional account. It's a fictional movie, you know of something that was taking place in a galaxy far, far away. <clears throat> but you have these threads of humanity, threads of, of struggles that we have, where there is something that happens, maybe a single instant, maybe a series, but there's something that happens, and it makes us angry. And there isn't anything wrong with something making us angry. It's now what do we do with the anger. And sometimes what we label as anger, there may be actually a better um, a better description. Maybe there is fear maybe there is disappointment maybe there is frustration but the the expression of these other emotions can be can be expressed in anger and anger <coughs> can come out kind of in two ways it can come out in an internal fashion, an inward fashion, where the anger is focused on yourself, or in an external projected way where the anger is focused towards somebody else. And I, um, and, and you know, the thing is, that kind of, of anger, when, it, when there's been a wrong, and rather than pursuing a resolution, you just kind of get stuck in it. You get stuck on that. You're focused on the injustice aspect of it. <clears throat> that, that'll that keep you held back indefinitely. And, you know, in, in again, going back to the Star Wars movie, you know, the the early storyline <clears throat> where you're talking about Anakin who later becomes Darth Vader he was he was raised as a slave on his home planet and his mother was a slave and in the first episode in the prequel series you know he is going to be Delivered out of slavery, but his mother is not, and that bothers him and there's fear and there's frustration there's anger that grows and then whenever his he goes to rescue his mother and she has been killed, there is a huge injustice there there i mean there's there's nothing right about you know, what was taking place in her life regarding it. But that becomes a place where the character of Anakin gets stuck. And he doesn't pursue any way of letting go of it. And so he is then trapped in cascading anger. Because that becomes how he deals with future things in his life. As his story unfolds over, I guess, six, six movies of Star Wars, as his story unfolds, it's always stuck in that anger, injustice, fear, and it continues It continues on. And when you look at, I was looking at, watching, um, it would be episode uh, 6, Return of the Jedi, and how they portray Luke's character. He was angry about what was going on, and he was wanting to destroy the, uh, the Sith. He was wanting to destroy... Uh You know, who he saw as causing the uh, keeping his father trapped in the evil in the anger in the rage, but he kept fighting that he kept fighting that anger and pursuing you know the fact that he saw the good in his father, he could feel the good in his father darth Vader, and that 's really the direction that we kind of should pursue now there's going to be plenty of people that will argue that point that when there has been certain injustices cannot be forgiven you have to remember them you have to hold on to them you know what we have free will and everybody has that choice but there are consequences there are reactions to there's actions and reactions to the choices that we make <clears throat> and you know that that unfortunate facebook argument that was taking place there it was kind of that that type of a battle that was being you know that should never have been played out on facebook but unfortunately it was and it it very much was a something from the past that was continuing to be pursued even though it was specifically a thing from the past. And uh <clears throat> one of the I guess expressions that was that was coming out, I happened to have had a meme that came across my Facebook fade fade yeah, page. <laughs> that kind of summed that up. And this wasn't connected to that that Facebook fight, but it was uh, this meme. I'm not arguing with anyone for the rest of the year. You won, you win, you can have it. I care more about my mental peace than your ego. <clears throat> and as I, as I read that, What I'm seeing here is that same kind of battle, in essence, describing a battle, saying, "You know what? You go ahead and keep your your anger. You keep your bitterness. You keep your unforgiveness. You keep your wanting to stir the pot up. But I'm tired of that. I'm done with that. I don't want to play that game. I don't want to play that game anymore. I care more about my mental peace." I don't think probably, you know, as in the things I'm thinking of, I wouldn't have at the bottom, you know, care more about my mental peace than your ego. Because it's not necessarily about ego per se, but I think a lot of times you can really trace it back to, you know, this this issue of anger, unforgiveness, bitterness that's taking place. And, um. You know, another example, and uh, there was another one that floated across my feed. You know, it's like you see something that you you might relate to, so you, you share it. And, you know, I totally understand where this person is coming from. But again, if this is where they stop if this is where they stop, then they're going to be trapped. So what are you pursuing? Are you pursuing kind of like professional victimhood? You know, where it's, it's just an ongoing part of your life? Are you pursuing the role of victim? Or do you want to move through that? You know, bad crap happens to all of us. And some, it's pretty severe. There's things I've heard in my therapy office that I really wish I could get like some, oh, those bathroom scrubbing bubbles and squirt it in my head and let it scrub some of the things that I've heard out. It's one of the drawbacks of my profession is sometimes you, are not sometimes, you will hear stuff that you wish you could unhear. So I get that. But where do you want to stay? Do you wanna stay like that? Or do you want to move on to something else where that's not holding you back? So this this thing that a person had reposted said, you are not obligated to fear your abusers. Not if they're dying, not if they found Jesus, not if they beg, not if they just want to know your kids. You do not owe your abusers anything. It is not an act of aggression to close the door and never look back. <laughs> so when, you, when, when I read that, yeah, I get that bad things can happen. It can be pretty horrible things that can happen. And that first statement, you're not obligated to forgive your abusers. That's true. The only two things that you are obligated to do is death and taxes. But there's a lot of things that you're not obligated to do that you really should do. That you really should do because it will give you peace. It will let you close a chapter rather than keeping that chapter not just dog-eared, but pressed open in such a way where the spine of the book is broken and every time you lay the book down, it always opens up to it. It sucks when that happens. And unforgiveness, bitterness, those kinds of things, they, they cause that, that book to spine to be broken so that it always opens. It always opens to that page. And the thing is, forgiveness doesn't mean that what the other person did was right doesn't say that at all. Forgiveness is simply giving up the right to retaliation for the sake of something greater. Now, the the other part is in the middle of this where, you know, you don't forgive them, not if they're dying, not if they found Jesus, not if they beg, not if they just want to know your kids. Well, that's a part that's called reconciliation, And when forgiveness has occurred, then the possibility of reconciliation takes place. If an abuser is still abusing, if an abuser is not willing to take responsibility, then you have to focus on safety then. Physical safety, emotional safety, spiritual safety. You need to focus on safety and sometimes Reconciliation isn't possible, but forgiveness is a gift for you so that you have peace about it. And some people say, well, if I never see him again, I'll have peace. (laughs) Don't work that way, kid. Uh, It definitely doesn't. You see, when, when we find ourselves... Stuck in that anger, in that bitterness. Well, there's a a little quote here from Toby Mack. Or at least it's attributed to him. If you want God to close and open doors, let go of the doorknob. See, if you're holding it in such a way that you're stuck in something from the past and you don't like it, sometimes you got to let go of the doorknob. You have to, and if you don't know how to, work with somebody who does. Sometimes it's a counselor or therapist. Sometimes it's not. It depends on them. Maybe it's somebody from church. Maybe it's uh, that neighbor. Maybe it's somebody in your life that has a sense of peace about bad things and they can coach you. Through how to pursue that, you know, there's an old story that comes up. Um, that that came to my mind regarding this. It's a biblical story, and uh, it's short, but it's. Uh, I think it's definitely to the point. It's from the book of Genesis, the fourth chapter. So it's way back in the very beginning. And it's the story of Cain and Abel. Now most people, you know, if they know of who Cain and Abel is, they, uh, they know that Cain killed his brother. But there's an important part that most people don't know. And let me, just, uh, let me just kind of give the, do the rundown here, and then I'll come back to that one part. Starting at verse 1 in chapter 4, Adam lay with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord, but Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel in his offering, but on Cain in his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Now let me pause. There's a lot of ideas that swirl in the Christian community as far as why was Abel's offering accepted, Cain's wasn't. We just have speculation, but there's the assumption that there were, that the offering was specifically said what it was to be. Abel followed those directions, Cain did not. And so that, that's why one was accepted and one wasn't. So let's continue. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? So that's where we kind of get that idea that he didn't follow something right. But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. So, it started off with what seems like disappointment. And then, his, he was very angry. So, it, and it wound up being projected out. God tells him, gives him encouragement. But then it says, Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field, and while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. And I am going to stop at that part because that's the part that fits in with our our um, discussion here. Is we don't know exactly how long this took as far as a time frame, but we see a sequence. We see a sequence where, you know, the anger was there. It was taking control. It was, in essence, sin was crouching at the door, ready to pounce. Think of it like a a tiger, a wild animal, crouching at the door, ready to pounce. And that's what can happen to each and every one of us. And it does happen to each and every one of us. But again, what do we do when that happens? What are we trying to pursue? Are we holding on to the pain and, and, and getting stuck? Or are we saying, you know what? Life is too important to be stuck on something from yesterday or last week or last month or last year or last decade. Or a lifetime away. It's time to let go of those things. Cut the chains so that you can go into a better state, a better way. All right. Well, with that said, I believe the time is almost up, so I will let you all go. I hope this has been helpful today. And uh, we will catch you tomorrow. Now, I don't think I'm probably going to do a Christmas Day uh, episode. So, uh, uh, you know, don't, don't think something's wrong with your podcast service or something if you don't find a, a morning coffee with Larry. Just find an old episode. If you really need to have some morning coffee with me, just find an old episode that you like and, and just have a, a refreshed cup of Morning Coffee with Larry. All right. You guys take care. Love y'all. Bye-bye.